0: Oh my God. You're
1: listening to Renegade Talk Radio.
2: It's Tuesday, September 26, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and we've got a very full plate today. Well, Senator Ted Cruz and a bunch of other leading Republicans that have got a lot of inside sources are saying that Michelle Obama is going to be the one to replace Joe Biden as the nominee. They've changed all the rules so that basically no other candidates can run. There won't be any other Democrat debates. They're blocking Robert F. Kennedy uh, Jr. out of the primaries. They've set up rules where he's not allowed to campaign in the key primary states, the first states, or he then can't be on the ballot. I mean, it is just wild. They are completely opening the door using party rules that they've never fully implemented They did it partially with Bernie Sanders. It's still the nomination from him, but now they're publicly doing it. So they're not just fixing elections against Republicans. They're fixing their own party's elections in front of the world, creating a uniparty system. And with the censorship and with the surveillance and with the debanking and with the controls going in, not just here, but all over the Western world, they're trying to lock up and dial in and put into concrete this totalitarian takeover. So we're going to be breaking that down. Roger Stone will be joining us because he was the first person to start saying this, really two and a half years ago. He's been sure of it for a year, and it looks like he's right. And it's it's a total total gimmick. Oh, it's a black woman, so everything will get fixed now, and and it won't be black people that vote for her in any higher numbers. Actually, we see record numbers saying they're going to vote Trump. It's going to be white women that think it's trendy and cool and and avant-garde. It's going to be the, the, the white boomers uh and Gen Xers uh, that think this is just a, a magical. And you know, we'll, we'll probably have nuclear war, but it's okay because we'll all burn up in nuclear fire, thermonuclear fire with a black woman at the helm. As for uh, Michelle being Big Mike, I don't know if Michelle Obama is a man or a woman. I know Joan Rivers said that she was a man posing as a woman, a a, quote, training, and then Joan Rivers died a few months later in a very bizarre circumstance. And I do know there's videos of them taking their daughters to college and coming out of the uh, enrollment center or or the dorm. And there is what looks like a large flaccid penis, uh, looks about six inches long, bouncing around. now. They do psyops, folks. They do weird things to mess with us, and so. But it's happened a bunch. There's not just that one video. There's there's five or six videos. We've also got the um, different times that Obama said Michael and I, uh, and talking about his wife. I mean, I've I've never called my wife Eric. Uh, Her her name's Erica, Uh, but uh, you know whatever, ladies and gentlemen, this is the level of things that are going on, and and quite frankly, at the end of the day, I think that there's a lot of evidence uh, that Joel Gilbert and many other people have put on uh, that, indeed, uh, Big Mike uh, is a man. And there's all the photos of them back in college and the rest of it. And, it, I mean, I'm sorry. It just does not look like a woman. And, obviously, it, it looks like Big Mike's had some surgeries, uh, whether it, it's, uh, Big Mike is a man or a woman. There's definitely been some, some plastic surgery going on. So I said I'd cover it. We're going to be breaking it down in the second hour uh, with uh, Roger Stone. He doesn't go there whether Big Mike is a man or a woman. We're going to look at the policies and the mindset and and who is Big Mike, who's never been in politics other than being the first lady or the first whatever it is. So we've got that coming up. We've got big developments on the Nazi getting the standing ovation, the actual SS uh, stormtrooper that... His unit was heavily involved in actual Holocaust mass murder, killing people and shoveling them into mass graves, bulldozing them into mass graves. Uh, Can't make that up. We've got big developments. Trudeau says that's Russian propaganda. Uh, Just, I mean, if you slip on a banana peel, it's the Russians. Or if you don't like inflation, it's the Russians. Or if you don't like open borders, it's the Russians. Or if you don't like drag queen story time trying to cut your son's genitals off, it's, it's, it's the Russians. Everything's the Russians. So we've got that. Uh, we've got big Trump news. We've just got so much massive news today. Tell everybody you know, tune in now. That's how we override the censors. And we're doing a pretty good job. That means you, the listeners, and viewers are, so I salute you. We've got other big guests today as well. And of course, the great Owen Schroer. I'll be back in studio tomorrow. Stay with us. I've got a lot of news we're going to break down on the other side. Infowars.com, video.
3: If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
2: It's Tuesday, September 26, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and we've got big breaking news coming up in the second hour with Roger Stone. He was the first to say it two and a half years ago right when Biden had first stolen the election, that they were going to replace him uh, before the next presidential election with Michelle Obama, a.k.a. Big Mike. So we'll be doing the deep dive on um, who's behind Big Mike and, and, and what the mindset is of Big Mike and how Big Mike will measure up against uh, Trump coming up in the election because it's now being said by the top Republicans across the board and major Democrats uh, they're preparing to replace Big Mike. And then the uh, uh or they're preparing to replace O'Biden with Big Mike, and then they're also getting Gavin Newsom ready for the VP, or maybe even leaving Kamala in as the VP, so they'll have the gimmick of twin, twin women uh, as the president and vice president. You know, they love gimmicks as America burns the ground in tyranny. Don't worry, though. We've got two women of color running things, so you can't criticize it, or you're racist. So that's all coming up. Uh, There's so much other big news we're breaking down. But the first thing I want to hit is a story that's up on InfoWars.com right now. Global exclusive Biden administration orders American Airlines to reinstate contact tracing. Now, if you go into the order that uh, Biden put in in 2021, for anybody, including citizens coming in the U.S. having to contact trace, uh, you will see that it was never rescinded. Uh, But going back about a year ago, uh, major airlines stopped doing it. Uh, We've done the research. So American Airlines and others, uh, the documents we have on Infowars.com are from American Airlines, stopped doing the contact tracing, even though it was an order about a year ago. And I've been out of the country in the last year and back in, and there was no contact tracing. But now the reports are pouring in. Now it's confirmed. It's back on the American Airlines site. It's on a lot of the other airline sites that they have re-implemented under the CDC directive, the contact tracing. And that ties into quarantining, that that ties into investigators coming to your house, that that, that ties into them, if they want, grabbing you and putting you in one of these giant COVID centers that they've built and that they've got at the ready. And the first place that did this was uh, Italy and then uh, France and then Australia and New Zealand during the whole scandemic, pandemic people that were criticizing the lockdowns, people that weren't going along with the lockdowns, who didn't, quote, even test positive with their fake PCR souped-up tests where almost everybody's positive, they were locked up in these facilities. And so now Canada's saying they're going to lock people up in these facilities as well during the next pandemic or pandemic. So this is a big, big deal, and it goes with the information we got five weeks ago that by the middle of September they would begin rolling this out, intensifying it into October. So again, as our whistleblowers told us back five weeks ago, that they would begin rolling the measures that they rolled out a few years ago, they would relaunch them starting the middle of September, intensifying in October, November, and December of this year in the next year in the election. Due to massive, massive pushback, though, they may not be able to get it all implemented, thank God. I mean, it really is up to us. We'd still be under a lockdown if people around the world hadn't have said no. Now, it's important to understand this was really just a climate lockdown in the words of the WEF, the IMF, the World Bank and the UN. And now again, they're just cutting off the energy so that most people can't afford the gas regardless. So whether you like it or not, you are under the beginning of a climate lockdown. But they officially admit that that is their plan. So that story is up on InfoWars.com right now. It needs to go super viral if we're going to get ahead of this and stop it together. You've been doing a great job sharing the articles and videos. You've been doing an amazing job taking clips out and posting them all over the web. Keep it up, ladies and gentlemen, because again, look in the mirror. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are the resistance. You are the answer to 1984 tyranny. You are the spirit of 1776. Now let's shift gears to the World War III front that's rapidly expanding as Ukraine loses the war, as NATO loses the war against the Russians. NATO is only doubling down with F-16's hypersonic heavy cruise missiles and, of course, Abrams tanks all being delivered or set to be delivered in the next few weeks. Meanwhile, the U.S. government, massively in debt to the BlackRock Rothschild Crime Syndicate, has announced via the Pentagon that the Pentagon is not going to cut any of the war funding or any of the salaries or any of the incredible uh, infrastructure projects that are being set up in Ukraine, uh, that again, our criminal ruling class is also laundering a large slice off the top for themselves, skimming a large portion off uh, to themselves. And here's a headline from Zero Hedge. It's up on Infowars.com. U.S. to keep paying salaries for tens of thousands of Ukrainians during government shutdown. So your government is not essential, and quite frankly, it commits so many crimes and it's so parasitic, it would be probably be better if it did just shut down. Uh, but they're going to hold us hostage with that and essential services to people and uh, welfare checks, you name it. I mean, this is a big deal for a lot of people that, that, that live hand to mouth. And now... More and more of that money is being sent to Ukraine, and this is really getting the American people's attention. It's really upsetting, folks, and it shows how we're just a colony of the globalist uh, that's being sucked dry. The U.S. to keep paying salaries for tens of thousands of Ukrainians during government shutdown. A newly aired 60 Minutes segment entitled The Unexpected Way American Tax Dollars Are Being Used in Ukraine has uncovered the U.S. government is paying the salaries of some 57,000 Ukrainian civic service personnel and they've got a new civic service personnel head in the outreach to children and that's the most famous witch on earth Marina Abranovich so can't make that up either (laughs) the only thing crazier would be if they gave standing ovations to SS uh, commandos that helped carry out actual holocaust oh they just did that too the report details the various ways non-military aid is being spent at a moment gop congressional leaders are intensely debating whether to move forward with a proposed defense budget that includes biden's push for an additional 24 billion more in military assistance for kiev and of course also 25 million from the imf and world bank to be given to the clintons who will then divvy that up remember same thing with soros he never used his money he got state department money to run all this garbage the overthrow of ukraine their government nine years ago the starting of this proxy war that's leading to a full war Perhaps nuclear war. It's the same story over and over again. So the U.S. spent just over $43 billion on military aid to Ukraine since Russia invaded. That's equivalent to about 5% of the American defense budget. European countries combined have contributed around $30 billion. The 60 Minutes report narrates, and it's actually way, 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 way worse than that. The U.S. has sent at least $150 billion. The number is well over $200 billion if you count all the numbers together. So, again, this is a report on 60 Minutes. It's, it's a whitewash. Uh, Now let's uh, shift gears into the real live 98-year-old Nazi getting the standing ovation and how they're trying to spin that now as Russian disinformation. By the way, if you get a toothache, it's the Russians. Or if you fall and skin your knee, it's the Russians. Or if you don't do your homework, don't say the dog ate it, just say the Russians ate it. We're going to go to break in a few minutes. I'm going to come back and play some clips of Justin Trudeau, again, trying to spin uh, that it's russian disinformation and that people should just basically you know forget about what happened but he's also very embarrassed for canada uh because uh, this uh, this happened but this is part and parcel of who runs the ukrainian regime and who their main battle component is of soldiers what the f- culture is in ukraine in the anti-russian sentiment so we're going to go to break and come back and just talk about those facts and, and get the latest developments of the biggest screw up ever by these people because they know full well the main Ukrainian force is Nazi and they know full well they've been meeting with a bunch of pro-Nazi Ukrainians and the government's full of them. But now they went way too far and, and just legitimized what Putin and others have been saying and what Cy Hirsch has been saying and what I've been saying that is the truth that the Ukrainian military's dominant force, the majority of it, is Nazi. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's gonna happen at the end of this, but you wanna fight? You better believe you've got one!
3: From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones.
4: Life Formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25% off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include QQQ, CoQ10, organic reishi mushroom, astrologous roots, rhodiola roots, and an array of even more incredible antioxidants and Extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off. Grab the combo pack with DNA Force Plus and Body Soul Support. These offers and so much more are only available at InfoWarsStore.com bodies is back the ultimate turmeric product on the market has returned to InfoWarsStore.com and is now 25% off for a limited time utilized for thousands of years turmeric is one of the most studied medicinal herbs today Hundreds of peer-reviewed scientific articles are published every year on the chemistry and therapeutic potential of turmeric and its active components. Bodies will reduce inflammation throughout the body, help boost and support flexibility, increase mobility, assist in joint function, bolster your immune system, and so much more. Regular turmeric from the store contains about 1-5% of the active ingredient curcuminoids, but our super-powerful extract using bodies contains over 95% of the active ingredient in no other product can compare with this curcuminoid delivery system. So if you want to put the true power of turmeric to the test, then look no further. Grab yourself a bottle today for 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com and put your body at ease.
3: You're listening to The Alex
4: Jones Show.
5: If I were the devil... If I were the prince of deception, I'd want to shroud the world in unyielding darkness. I'd seize control over the lands and masses, but I wouldn't be satisfied until I had quashed the boldest voice of truth, InfoWars. So I'd work meticulously to control the world. I'd target platforms like InfoWars first. I'd initiate a campaign of silence. With the subtlety of a serpent, I would whisper to you as I whispered to Eve, believe only what you're told. To the young I would whisper, InfoWars is a fake news conspiracy theory network. I would convince them that man needs no alternate perspectives, no dissenting voices, no questions against the status quo. I would assure them that InfoWars is false and what's approved is true. And the old I would teach to say after me, our father which art in censorship. If I were the devil, I'd soon have people at war with InfoWars... Platforms at war with free speech and nations at war with freedom of thought until each in its turn was uniform. If I were the devil, I would undermine platforms like Infowars from being a refuge for the inquisitive until before you knew it, You'd have suppression and censorship at every door. Soon, I'd have unity and misinformation. I'd have influential figures promoting a single narrative. Soon, I could evict InfoWars from social media, then from search engines, and then from the homes of patriots. I would lure society into believing only one perspective, dismissing InfoWars as falsehood. And what do you bet I could get whole states to promote uniformity as progress? I would convince the young that independent platforms are outdated, that compliance is more comfortable, that what you see in the mainstream media is the only perspective. In other words, if I were the devil, I wouldn't want you to visit infowars.com forward slash show today. If
2: I were the devil, I'd keep doing everything I'm doing, undermining society, turning people against each other, Poisoning the food and water supply. Taking over people's bodies. This truly is a satanic new world order. And I'm honored and blessed to be here with you in the fight against them. Now, what's really going on with this Nazi soldier? This is the cream of the cream. The top of the Nazi pyramid. As Ezra Levant, who's Jewish and has the biggest patriot media organization in Canada, said yesterday. And he pointed out that this was deliberate. They thought they'd get away with it. Because Trudeau has been over in Canada openly honoring high-level members of the government that are admitted Nazis. And that actually say that, oh, the Ukrainian Nazis were good. They never killed a single Jew. And it's been hands-off for the ADL, the Simon Wiesenthal Center, and all the rest of these groups. Because they're not after real Nazis. They would have you know, grabbed George Soros and hauled him back to Israel and put him on trial. No, ladies and gentlemen. This guy is protected. And a ton of Nazis at the end of World War II didn't go to Argentina. They didn't go to Spain. A lot of them did. They went to Ukraine. The deputy prime minister's dad was a Nazi. She's also the deputy head of the WEF. Oh, just like Klaus Schwab's dad and grandfather were Nazis. Starting to figure it out, high-level Nazis. His grandfather was the head of the third largest weapons manufacturer. So... They thought they'd get away with this. They thought the public was stupid. They thought they'd sell that, oh, you know, the Russians were bad in World War II. Well, I'm not saying the communists were good, but we were on their side in World War II. The parliament's not that dumb. So this was a PSYOP, ladies and gentlemen, but it blew up in their face. Now, let's go to Trudeau. Listen to him. Listen to him carefully. He sits there and says, oh, the Canadian people are ashamed. He wants to make you ashamed of collective guilt of what he's done when he only got elected with 30% of the vote in their parliamentary system. But he doesn't apologize for backing Ukraine and the Nazis, their main
6: military contingent. Here he is. Obviously, it's extremely upsetting that this happened. Uh, The speaker has uh, acknowledged his mistake uh, and has apologized. Uh, but this is something that is deeply embarrassing to the Parliament of Canada and by extension to all Canadians. Uh, I think particularly of Jewish MPs and all members of the Jewish community across the country who are uh, celebrating Yom, uh, or commemorating Yom Kippur today uh, I think it's going to be really important that all of us push back against Russian propaganda, Russian disinformation and continue our steadfast and unequivocal support for Ukraine uh, as Uh, We did last week with announcing uh, further measures to stand with Ukraine in uh, Russia's illegal war against it. And now Trudeau is hiding and not going to
2: Parliament because he knows he's going to be confronted for his activities in Parliament. Here's a clip from today from Ottawa, Canada, where members of the government are bringing this fact up and putting it in his face. It's time for the criminal Trudeau to go. It's time for Trudeau, that said he admires Xi Jinping and China's dictatorship, to be removed by a special election.
6: Leader
1: of the opposition. Well, if the prime minister is so proud of how he conducted himself, he would be on the floor in the House of Commons today.
6: Canadians are sick and tired of a prime minister. Honourable Members, that uh, the presence in the gallery, all MPs have duties in the Chamber and outside. I just want to remind them that Referring to their presence or absence is not uh, allowed in the rules. The Honourable uh, Opposition Leader, please
1: continue. Mr. Speaker, Canadians are sick and tired of a Prime Minister who never takes responsibilities for the things that happen under his watch. Whether it's the record high inflation or interest rates or the doubling of housing costs or the constant international embarrassments, he always finds someone else to throw under the bus. Are you that person?
2: Now I want to shift gears into the legislation that they've got almost complete in Canada to censor everybody and have total control and shut down websites, delist them, you name it. Same thing's happening in the EU, same thing's happening in the UK. And they're trying to ram through similar systems here. They're mainly doing it through stealth, through the Justice Department, CIA, and these large NGOs that have been given billions of dollars of funding. But there's a big article that's very important on Infowars.com from Reclaim the Net. And that is media and architects of online censorship law heat pressure on Rumble after it defends principle of net neutrality, which is what is the free and open internet, remember, just five, six years ago, that's now gone. And so Rumble's fight is all of our fights. InfoWars is on Rumble. Our shows are posted there as well, not just Man out video. People should support them. People should become sponsors of them. Uh, what they're doing uh, is just is very, very important with Russell Brand over there and Steven Crowder and countless others. It's a real refuge just like InfoWars is, just like Man.Video is. And these refuges are becoming more and more important because the censorship wasn't just for me or Trump. I told you, it's for everybody. So go read the article, look at the global legislation, look at the UN behind it, bragging about it, and and just think about how intense this has gotten. Again, the full article is up on InfoWars.com. Please remember, we can't continue to fight without your word of mouth and your financial support. Plus, we have great products you need. It's a win-win. The Trafecta sale is at InfoWarsStore.com, DNA Force Plus, and two other amazing products, Real Red Pill and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula for 40% off. It's the Trafecta sale and it funds this operation. It's a game changer. It'll enrich your life. And again, it makes this broadcast possible. So go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get the trifecta pack and check out all the other great products, books, films, T-shirts, and more. Water filtration, storable food, InfoWarsStore.com. My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfowarsStore.com for forty percent off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale. 40% off for a limited time at Infowarsstore.com and it keeps us on air you're going to
3: you're listening to the Alex Jones show Crashing through the lies and disinformation, it's Alex Jones, coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back live on this Tuesday Worldwide Transmission. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for working with the rest of humanity to try to have a future It doesn't end in thermonuclear war or biological war. Uh, We're living through a biological war, the first salvo released by the globalists out of Wuhan lab to then carry out the next phase, their deadly shots, and the takeover of our bodies with their cashless society beast system. But I wanted to make some more key points here on the big story on Infowars.com about contact tracing being back. Again, we point out in the article that it never went away on the books Once O'Biden put it on the books, right when he stole the election and got into office in 2021, that's when the new order went in. But going back a year ago, the airlines stopped doing it for flights coming in to the United States. It's something they are making you do again, which shows they're rolling out everything they had in place before. Remember what the White House press secretary said a few weeks ago when Biden was wearing the mask and they were wearing the mask on TV and Whoopi Goldberg was. They were trying to get everybody to you know, go back into the same hysteria. She said, oh, the press secretary said, things never change. We're just doing it the way it was always done. So that's their spin. Oh, no, we're not bringing it back. It's always been there. But the point is, is that it wasn't being enforced. They weren't doing it until the info we see online and what we see checking on ourselves is about a month ago. And that's again a few weeks after we first broke this news. But but here's the big takeaway, and here's what I wanted to have sink in. I know it's sinking in. And in national studies and polls, people say it's the number one thing that makes them know this whole COVID thing is garbage. Out of all the lies we've been told, illegal aliens coming into the United States don't have to take the shots because the UN said they don't want the liability of giving them an experimental dangerous shot. That's AP and Reuters, folks. That's a fact. The illegal aliens don't have to take it, but they try to intimidate us and make us take it. Now they've backed off and said, nobody ever tried to make you take it, even though they fired 70 something thousand nurses and people in New York alone. Same thing happened all over the world. So ladies and gentlemen, the illegal aliens don't have to do it. Now the illegal aliens, kids in New York and other areas, they don't have to take shots to go to school, but they use color law and try to intimidate citizens to make their kids take it. So they're literally an elite class being protected by the globalists, because they're bringing them in to vote. They're bringing them in to be signed up on welfare. The Democrat lawyers skim money off the top. Same thing's done in Europe. Just like they control and farm homeless, and then these NGOs make massive money per homeless person, it's the same story over and over again. This is the bureaucrats, the social workers, taking over. And I'm not saying all social workers are bad, but this 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 new rollout, this new globalist NGO operation. So let that sink in. They want to grope you, they want to ask you questions, they want to contact trace you, they want to put you in a body scanner, they want to do all this crap flying inside the country or flying from outside in, but the borders are wide open, and they're not going to be contact tracing any of the illegal aliens, and they're not going to be giving them any the shots, and their kids are exempt, and they're getting driver's license, and blue cities are letting them vote everywhere, but if Trump tweets that illegal aliens voted in Georgia, he's indicted for it, even though they are passing laws everywhere the illegal aliens can vote and be police and rule over us. The global social engineers don't want there to be anything to keep the third world from coming here. So they promise them free welfare and jobs and medicine and everything so they can be brainwashed and turned into a permanent political underclass. And at the same time, and this is very, very important, they're training the American people like dogs going through these TSA checkpoints and all the rest of these systems setting us up for the world ID, the ESGs, the social credit score. And once they bankrupt us all, the universal basic income, and then you will eat the bugs. This is all a global concerted effort in your face, tying into COVID, the contact tracing, the quarantine camps, everything. So this is just the incredible nature of the takeover. That's why this story is important. I noticed some people are saying, hey, the contact tracing never went away. That's the point. But they were not enforcing it. It was not going on until about a month ago. Now they've brought it back after over a year of not doing it, which means they're trying to bring it all back, which you can see them doing on every front. Infowars.com has a story. Please share it. Please spread it. Now I hand the baton to Owen Schroyer and Roger Stone's coming up because, hey, it's official. Big Mike's getting ready to announce she's going to replace O'Biden. O'Biden.
1: So we will be hearing from Roger Stone coming up in under an hour on that topic. And it's interesting because it was Roger Stone, as far as I know, who was the first to be talking about Michelle Obama, or known as Big Mike now, running as the Democrat nominee for the 2024 presidential election. but. There's going to have to be a lot of pieces that move into place for that to happen. But I want to ask Roger, because the last time I spoke with him about this, this was after the Obama chef had drowned in four feet of water with a paddleboard behind Obama's mansion at Martha's Vineyard. But it seems that that maybe has kind of gone away. And these political operators... No timing as well as anybody. And so at that time, it was like, oh, this is such such a bad look for Obama, his chef drowning right outside of his mansion in three feet of water. This doesn't make any sense. All the weird cover-ups involved with that. It felt Clinton-esque. But now it's kind of an afterthought. And I don't really know if that does impact things. But we'll get Roger's take on that. But there's all kinds of mixed emotions right now inside of the Democrat Party. Because you do still have Biden in the way. The Biden White House is terrified of a third party candidates running or, excuse me, ruining his chances in 2024. So what does that mean? Well, you obviously have RFK Jr., who the Democrats should be giving a shot, should be getting behind. And maybe that's what this whole posturing behind Biden is all about, pretending that Biden is the real nominee, is to just. Force RFK Jr. out of the race saying, hey, we've already got our guy. It's Joe Biden. He's the president. So just get out of the way, RFK Jr. And by the way, we're not going to give you secret service protection either. You get the message, bud. Get the hell out of our way. Who are the Democrats? We're the mafia. RFK Jr. has death threats. RFK Jr. has people showing up to his rallies, posing as law enforcement, armed guns. Again, has to ask for secret service. The Biden administration? No. No, you're not going to get Secret Service protection. It doesn't matter. You're pulling number two in the Democrat Party primaries. Uh, do you get the message, RFK? How do you not get the message, RFK? Did, did, do you remember what happened to your family members before you? Do you get the message, RFK? You get out of our way. But okay, not only do you have RFK Jr., if he runs third party, that would hurt the Democrats big time in a national election. You've also got other parties that are forming. There's rumors that Tulsi Gabbard might consider running in a third party. You've got uh, what's the guy's name? I forget his name right now. It's slipping my mind. who's been around forever. He's a black guy. He's got a big afro. Cornell West, thank you guys. Uh, Cornell West is showing up on polls and not doing so bad. So Cornel West could take votes away from Joe Biden. If RFK Jr. runs third party or alternative party, that takes votes away from Joe Biden. If Tulsi Gabbard or somebody else enters the race, that would take votes away from Joe Biden. But then there's the rumors of Michelle Obama. And then there's this. Gavin Newsom had a 60 Minutes interview. Usually that's how they puff up their political candidates. And now Sean Hannity to moderate a debate between Newsom and DeSantis. Now that tells me that's what the deep state wants, because why would you have a debate between Newsom and DeSantis we don't do political debates in this country we cancel political debates Biden and Trump wouldn't even do debates because Biden was too scared so DeSantis is now third in the polls behind Trump and Ramaswamy Newsom has said he's not even running so why are we doing that we don't do political debates we don't do this for for TV we don't do this for political discourse so to me, this means this is what the establishment wants, is Newsom and DeSantis. We'll get more into this with Roger Stone coming up in under an hour.
2: My fellow patriots, the trifecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at infowarstore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfowarStore.com, and it keeps us on air.
6: Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant. This full spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin, and boost vitality. Order yours today at InfoWarStore.com.
3: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
6: I don't want to set the world
4: on fire. I just want to start a flame
6: in your heart. Okay now,
1: let me tell you, I've received a couple big in developments.
4: My heart, I have but one
1: in the break. That are going to be
4: very interesting.
1: And I had my eye on one. And then I heard from Roger. (laughs) And so this is, look, we got a wild 2024 presidential election cycle coming up. And uh, we got a couple new odds and ends for the conversation with Roger that you're not going to want to miss at 1230 Central right here on the Alex Jones show at band.video. But let me just kind of dig into some of the other political news that we have here. And, and waste no further time. And I've got big border news that we need to cover as well. And that all ties into this dealing with the Biden administration. But but let's just start pile driving through some of this other news. Now, it's so hard to just pick this up and put it down, considering everything we're dealing with right now, with government corruption, specifically from the American left, the Democrat Party. Because it, it, it's it's beyond just... Jack Smith trying to gag Donald Trump. You've got the issue where they're claiming, oh, Trump can't even touch a gun, look at a gun, buy a gun. Well, I don't know Trump's legal status with that. But they're freaked out over that. And then there's obviously the oppression of our government, the censorship of free speech, the incarceration of free speech like they're trying to do to me. We'll have a legal update by the end of the week on that, on our appeal. But it's just the whole buildup. That's been going on since 2015 when Donald Trump decided to run for president. Just every lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. But see, that, that's the problem is I can't even properly cover this without giving that entire framework. But you understand that. So Trump's lawyers have now responded to the gag order issued by Jack Smith. They don't want him talking. They don't want him campaigning because that makes Biden look bad. When Donald Trump is doing two, three, four campaign events a week, having people lined up outside the venues before sunrise, getting 10, 20, 30,000 people at a rally, all the energy, all the coverage, all the media, he's able to talk to media, he's able to talk to people, he can actually do it. Joe Biden literally can't do any of that. So you juxtapose that, just like in 2020, which they were kind of able to get away with because of the pandemic, but they can't do it now. So it's an embarrassment. Trump campaigning and showing the world how popular he is versus Joe Biden crawling through the White House lawn to go to his beachfront Manson uh, in, in Rehoboth, it's an embarrassment. Biden can't campaign. Biden can't talk to the media. He's a joke. So here's the response from Trump's lawyers to the gag order. The proposed gag order is nothing more than an obvious attempt by the Biden administration to unlawfully silence its most prominent political opponent, who has now taken a commanding lead in the polls. Indeed, this very motion came on the heels of adverse polling for President Biden. And we'll have more on that. His administration's plans, his administration's plan is quite simple. Unleash a 45 page speaking indictment, discuss and leak its talking points in the press, and then cynically attempt to invoke the court's authority to prevent President Trump and those acting on his behalf from presenting his side of the story to the American people during a political campaign. This desperate effort of censorship is unconstitutional on its face. And then they cite NAACP vs. Button 1963. And of course that's the case. Of course that's exactly what it is. And speaking of the poll numbers, we do have new poll numbers in as well. But see there's so many different angles to this. I'm not even really sure where I want to go. So so let me let me let me take it to this right now. With this headline. And Trump posted on his Truth Social account a very scathing post Trump vows to investigate MSNBC and NBC News for country-threatening treason. Now, why why am I bringing this up? Because I want to try to tie these two things together to make it make sense. Because we don't like the attacks on the press. We've been victims of the attacks on the press. I've been a victim of the attack on the press from the U.S. government. My First Amendment rights. That's obvious. But this isn't about, this isn't making it about me. It's about juxtaposing how we stand for free speech versus what Trump is talking about with MSNBC and NBC. So this is very controversial from Donald Trump. But let's just, you can call this a hypothetical or you can call this the reality of the situation. If you have executives or the hosts or the producers or the big ad buyers, At a news corporation, let's say in this case, NBC, MSNBC. And let's say they do indeed conspire to lie about Donald Trump, to defame Donald Trump, to make up narratives to hurt Donald Trump, to make up rape accusations, whatever, all these different things, they make it up to lie about Donald Trump and lie about the president of the United States. I'm not saying I agree with what Trump is saying here. I'm not even necessarily saying that I I would agree with what he's proposing here. I'm just saying let's let's look at that as either a hypothetical or a real situation, and maybe we should have a debate. Well, if you have mainstream news executives, boards, hosts, producers, all conspiring against the president of the United States— wittingly, consciously lying to the American people, misrepresenting, misinforming, and deceiving, would you consider that treason? Again, I'm not saying I'm agreeing with the president on this. This is a very sensitive thing, and I'm in the media. So if, if anything, my instinct says I don't like this. But there's a real situation here. We are dealing with a fake news media. We are dealing with a consciously, wittingly, deceptive, lying, disinformation media. That is a reality. 100%. But maybe they have their umbrella of protection, be it how Barack Obama signed legislation making it legal to propagandize the American people. Now, would Donald Trump be strategic enough in his quote-unquote investigation of these companies to expose that? Because you have to understand, if this rubber actually met the road, there would be a legal fight, and there would be legal arguments, and how would MSNBC and CNN or any of them Let's say that they are caught, and they have been caught, more or less, lying to the American people. I mean, that's not really even up for debate. But lying is not a crime. But if you're conspiring and you have proof of a conspiracy to defraud the American people and defame the president of the United States, well, where is their defense then? Hey, Barack Obama said it was legal. Look, here's the document. We were just working for the federal government. And we know the federal government is working with the mainstream media thanks to the Twitter files and the Facebook files. But what about the mainstream news files? So I'm not saying I agree with the president on this. I think that's a very dangerous thing. And for somebody in media, I would even say that MSNBC has the right to lie to you. But if we're talking about conspiring against the president of the United States, maybe Donald Trump feels differently. I'd rather deal with wrong First Amendment activity. And I'm not saying it's illegal. I'm just saying lying to the American people, deceiving the American people. I'd rather deal with that by coming right here on this show or having other shows or other hosts or other journalists exposing it. That's discourse. That's debate. That's conversation. That's how we deal with it. Not the way Trump is proposing. But maybe there is a bigger strategy here. And Trump is also claiming, Trump says he will carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history if elected. I like that, but I really don't know how you do that. And he's kind of said that before, uh, and and I've got a huge stack of illegal immigration news that we're going to get into. But here's the thing about this story that is important. Whether Trump can actually deport 20 million illegal immigrants or not is another story whether he actually wants to or not is another story. Tariq Nasheed, who is by no means anywhere near a Trump supporter, a Republican, a right winger, a conservative. He reshared this story and says Trump is starting to grow on me. Folks, this is this is this is Trump throwing fastballs right down the plate for the American people. This is Trump delivering steak and potatoes for the American people. And I understand why purists get upset with some of the things Trump says about abortion and these other things. He's playing politics. He's a politician now. I'm just warned. I've always been against political purism because if you really think that somebody has to agree with you all the time, then really you are actually in a cult politically and you should probably not be that way
4: powerful Infowars life formula yet. DNA Force Plus is now back in stock for 25% off while supplies last. This elite formula contains the most cutting edge enzymes, potent antioxidants, and traditional naturally occurring ingredients to protect the vitality of your very DNA. The powerhouse ingredients in DNA Force Plus include QQQ, coq 10 organic reishi mushroom, astrologous root, rhodiola root, and an array of even more incredible anti Antioxidants and extracts carefully chosen to help support healthy heart function while promoting energy production down to the cellular level. Provide your cells and DNA with the protection they need and try a bottle of DNA Force Plus today for 25% off or for an additional 10% off. Grab the Combo Pack with DNA Force Plus and Body's Soul Support. These offers and so much more are only available at InfowarsStore.com.
1: All right, we're going to be joined by Roger Stone in five minutes with big breaking political analysis, and I got to tell you, uh, my heart always gets a little a little warmer when I see Roger. He just he just brightens my spirit. He brightens my soul. I just I, I really do love that man. Uh, so, uh, but we're going to get serious with Roger coming up now. Ahead of this, let me tell you, we got. <laughs> I mean, folks, this this border thing is just out of control. Here we go. Customs and Border Protection cuts barbed wire barrier, allows illegal immigrants to flood into Eagle Pass, Texas. Now, look, they're running the whole show. okay? Border Patrol is running the entire show. And I feel bad for them. And and you've seen some of the videos and some of the undercover videos. And and we've interviewed some whistleblowers. They don't they don't go on camera. They don't want their identities to be revealed because they get punished. You get punished for actually stopping illegal immigration if you're a member of Border Patrol. That's not rhetoric. You literally get punished. You saw what happened to the guy on horseback. They said he was whipping people. Just a complete made-up lie. So, so that's the desperate lengths they'll go to to punish Border Patrol for protecting the border. But, okay, now we see them cutting barbed wire to let them in. We see them putting ladders down at the walls so that they can climb up the ladders and get in. Obviously, they hop on the Border Patrol buses and they get brought in. They remove the wall in Arizona. They open the gates in Texas. They remove the floating barrier in Texas. So, no, the Border Patrol is facilitating this. Border Patrol are basically, they're like the pimps. Or, or they're like the, the bottom bitch that, that's out there running the whole thing. And I feel bad because these are good men and women, but I guess it's the same old story. In Biden's economy, everybody's broke. So they've got to put food on the table and they've got to keep working. But you're looking at all the videos. I told my crew, yeah, just showed the videos of the boat loads and the train loads and the plane loads and the bus loads and everything coming in. And then uh, Jen Psaki says the border is secure. And this is a big issue, folks. Even Democrats are now realizing that this is a top issue. So, So Trump going hard on the border and hard on illegal immigration will reach Democrat voters. Elon Musk says he's going to be going down to the border. He says he spoke with Representative Tony Gonzalez, and he plans to visit Eagle Pass later this week. And again, he's sharing this footage. Now, last night, ladies and gentlemen, talk about heartbreaking stuff. Talk about gut-wrenching stuff. Grand City Border Patrol agents find a two-month-old child left abandoned at the border. This is a two-month-old baby, folks. I mean, I I just, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Your heart just breaks. But, okay, uh, uh, try to put the emotion down if you can. What type of a situation is there where a two-month-old baby gets abandoned at the border? Folks, it's basically your passport. You come across with a baby. You come across with a child. That's your free entry into the country. And a lot of times the individuals, I mean, mean, can you imagine the type of individual that abandons a two-month-old? Okay, so probably let's just make a pretty safe assumption. That's a bad person. That's a real bad, bad person. But no, that's what they do is they use children as their get-out-of-jail-free card. Oh, it's, look, it's my kid, it's my niece, it's my nephew, it's my baby. And then they get in the country, and then they abandon the children. And then these children basically just become tools of illegal immigration. They become profit, like a profit for the cartels and for the coyotes, and they just have these children, and they just use them as mules, and they just get passed and passed and passed and passed so people can get in. And then there's just wild scenes in New York City now every night. And and there's debates on whether Mayor Greg Abbott's strategy, busing them to New York is good or not. Honestly, I see both sides of this issue. Politically, I think it's worked because now the Democrats... And, and specifically in New York City, realize how bad it is. But, folks, these scenes are out of control. New York City now preparing to spend another $1 billion on hotels to shelter illegal immigrants for up to three more years as they're sleeping on the streets, taking over the hotels, taking over everything. They're taking over our country.
3: Live. From the InfoWars.com studios, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. And I'm joined by my former co-host, and
1: also, they tried to make him a political prisoner first, Roger Stone. But before we bring Roger on live, Roger actually made the prediction of Michelle Obama running for president long before anyone else. In fact, this is a clip from 2019.
7: Now, as a veteran of many years in American politics, I'm going to tell you something somewhat shocking. Joe Biden will not be the nominee of the Democratic Party in 2024. Kamala Harris will briefly become president. But the only way in their party they can replace a woman of color is with another woman of color. And yes, you heard it here first. The Democratic nominee for president will be Michelle Obama. Woo. Oh, the, the shock, the horror. They have already raised their primaries. The reason that they have canceled the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary is to put South Carolina, a state where a majority of the Democratic primaries or Afri- primary voters are African-Americans. And they will allow Gavin Newsom to purchase the vice presidential nomination, but the Obamas will hold him up for six or eight hundred million dollars to do so. You heard it here first. That's right. Steve Bannon says it in three weeks. Remember, I said it first.
1: That's right. You did hear it from Roger Stone first. Now, now I got to tell you, folks, um, because I'm like a media addict. I don't just I'm not just a. I'm not just a microphone fiend here on the air all the time. I'm also a media addict. I'm consuming six to ten hours of media every day. And I'm just telling you right now, there's a reason why I consult with Roger Stone on a lot of political things before I take stuff to air, because he's got one of the highest batting averages in the league. Now, Roger, really, your prediction there is actually multidimensional, because we could be looking at a situation where maybe Biden does have to step down, and Kamala Harris is... President briefly, so even that had incredible foresight. But getting to the Michelle Obama issue, where do you stand on that today? Last time we spoke was after the Obama chef magically drowned in three feet of water right behind Obama's mansion. Uh, it looks like the, the the riffraff from that has kind of maybe settled, the dust has settled, maybe it won't be so politically impactful as we might have thought. So so where do you stand on your first prediction? from almost five years ago, that Michelle Obama will be the 2024 nominee?
7: Well, first of all, thanks for having me back with you, Owen. Uh, The feeling is mutual because my daily show at StoneZone.Live airs the same time as your daily show, The War Room, where I was uh, proud to be your co-host for over a year. Uh, I have to watch your show and rerun, but I literally never miss it. You're doing an amazing job. Uh, That particular clip actually is from this year, but it is accurate that all the way back to 2019, um, I foresaw the rise of Michelle Obama as the ultimate Democratic candidate. If anything, the situation has been expedited uh, by by the virtual collapse of Joe Biden on all fronts. First of all, his inability to perform on the stump, to put together a coherent sentence, Uh, To remember where he was yesterday, his constant falling down, uh, these tall tales. He was born in the synagogues. He was raised in the synagogues of Delaware. No, wait a minute. I was raised by the Puerto Rican community in Delaware. Uh, No, wait a minute. I was a law professor in Philadelphia. Uh, You know, um, uh, I was uh, arrested in the civil rights demonstrations of the 60s, which, of course, he wasn't. Uh, And then, most disgracefully, uh, this idea that. He and his wife uh, were, were, were bereft when they saw their son Beau's flag-draped coffin return uh, from Iraq. And of course, his son Beau tragically died of a brain tumor while serving as attorney general, not uh, during military service. So the collapse of Biden, plus the impact of his policies, uh, and the fact that he is utterly unelectable now— uh, and that the sachems in the Democratic Party recognize that, I would only alter my prediction very slightly. Um, I don't think that Joe will leave office uh, early. Getting the two-thirds necessary in the U.S. Senate to impeach him, even in the face of growing evidence, what will ultimately be overwhelming evidence, is a hard, uh, a hard uh, uh, barrier. Uh, and I, I guess... Joe will never want to give up the ability to pardon himself, his son uh, and his brother and other members of the Biden crime family, which my guess is he will do after the next election, but before he leaves mm-hmm. office. So I think in late November of this year, perhaps a little earlier than that, he will announce that he is not going to stand for re-election. The drumbeat is now overwhelming in his own party. Uh, and uh, the the same Democrats who know Joe Biden can't win, know Kamala Harris cannot win, uh, and therefore, just within the makeup of their party, as I said in that clip, the only way politically they can replace a woman of color who is at least theoretically next on, in line uh, is with a more popular woman of color, in this case, Michelle Obama. Uh, she is uh, extraordinarily popular in the country. She is uh, viewed as non political when she's very political. Uh, and viewers out there who want to make a crude joke about her gender or think this is some kind of joke, they need to think twice. She will be extraordinarily well funded, uh, and she leaves much of the baggage of the Bidens and the Biden administration behind. And then, as I said, Gavin Newsom, who is unfortunately for him a white guy in today's Democratic Party, uh, will be allowed to purchase the vice presidential nomination by putting up hundreds of millions of dollars to fuel the ticket.
1: So how do you see this ouster of Joe Biden going? Because at least he's posturing that he wants to run. The Biden White House is posturing that he's running and he's the candidate. They are ignoring the campaign of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. with kind of the veil that, hey, Biden's the nominee. He's our guy. He's currently the president. So how does Biden cut a deal with the Democrats to kind of soft land this? Because I don't think he really wants to go up against them. He's obviously got his own problems. They obviously don't want him. I believe at this point, Kevin McCarthy is doing the work of the Democrats and moving forward impeachment inquiries now so that they can use that to remove Biden without having to do it themselves. Uh, So what do you think? What do you think the deal that gets made here for, for Biden to kind of have the switcheroo at the opportune moment for the Democrats without them doing too much damage to themselves?
7: Well, let me be very clear. I think that there's great internecine warfare going on inside the Democratic Party today. When powerful columnists at the New York Times and the Washington Post uh, say that you should step aside, uh, when the coverage of the epic corruption of Hunter Biden, uh, as well as his father and his uncle, uh, moved to the front pages of the mainstream media, when the Obamaites back by planting stories about Barack Obama allegedly being gay, you can see that there's a power struggle going on. Dr. Jill Biden does not want to leave. Joe Biden doesn't want to give up uh, his ability to pardon his son, uh, perhaps himself, his brother and other members of the crime family. So what you have here, I think, is an internal struggle. Uh, but those who want to replace Joe are getting increasingly hysterical uh, based on a political resurgence by Donald Trump that nobody nobody could have foreseen, Trump is more popular today uh, than he has ever been. Uh, Joe Biden rushing to Michigan to address auto workers. I don't know what he has that he could possibly say to them that would make them happy. He's and by the way, out- this is
1: on the screen right now. This is one of the most awkward things I've ever seen from Joe Biden. I, I had not seen this yet. This is just strange.
7: Well, President Trump, I think, had a masterstroke. Instead of going to the debate, which is going to be a pretty sleepy affair, uh, sponsored by Fox News, uh, Trump, who's really speaking to the actual issues that affect the American people, decided that he would fly to Michigan and stand in solidarity with the United Auto Workers, who, let's face it, whose jobs are being phased out. Uh, This uh, electric vehicle mandate will ultimately mean that all cars— to the extent that you're allowed to own a car, Owen, uh, will be uh, made in China uh, and will be fueled by electric. So I don't know what – I haven't had a chance to see this clip. I don't know what it is Joe Biden could possibly say. This is a fresh clip.
1: We're about to go to a break. Roger Stone is our guest. Uh, Joe Biden, he – so, I mean, at least he – somebody told him, hey, Joe, you better go to this auto worker strike before Trump does. But actually, that's going to be bad advice because now he's going to look even more of a fool than he already does. We'll be right back with Roger Stone.
3: You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
1: Well, it's always fun. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you know what I was doing in the break? Heard from my friends at the federal government. I have to turn myself in by October 24th. That's what I did during the break. What did you guys do during the break? That's fun. So my speech is now incarceration worthy. What I say on this show, the Biden administration and the Department of Justice believes is incarceration worthy. Um, I'm probably going to have to be consulting with my lawyer at some point in time today. We are appealing it. The government has till the end of the week to respond to that. But uh, that's just, that's what you get in Biden's America. That's what you get when the Democrats are attacking the First Amendment and want to incarcerate their opposition. In fact, uh, I mean, I'll just do this right now. Hey, uh, Norm, I'm hosting the Alex Jones Show right now. Let me call you back in the next break. Does that work? Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Yep. Okay. Sorry, guys. That's just how it goes when you're in the info war. Uh, Roger Stone is with us. All right, Roger. Uh, you know all about this too well. Uh, you were a co-host with me when when you were going through your persecution. Uh, but okay, well, let's talk about what's going on here. Joe Biden in this video because you said it in the last segment, and then Joe Biden gives you the proof. I mean, this guy obviously is not very well cognitively. He's not very well. He's pretty much a controlled president. He said so in so many words, multiple times during. His presidency saying, oh, I can't do that or, oh, I can't do that. Oh, they'll get mad if I do this. He gets off the stage and he does this wandering act like, where am I going? What am I doing? But obviously they thought it was a strategic move to send him up to the auto worker strike before Trump got up there. And then he fumbles and bumbles around. He grabs a megaphone out of somebody's hands. I mean, this is just embarrassing. And now we're going to have that juxtaposed with Trump, who's going to be there uh, tomorrow during the Republican debates, and it's going to be smooth, it's going to be charismatic. I mean, how how damaging are these public events for Joe Biden from from your political expertise? I mean, this does not look good.
7: Well, you know, in all honesty, uh, uh, Owen, the decision to go to Michigan was not necessarily a bad decision. Their real problem is that Joe Biden has nothing to say uh, to these union members that is going to console or help them. Uh, And I understand why they're doing this. A year ago, a polling showed among union members, Biden leading Trump 51-42. Today, Trump is leading Biden among union members 46-43. That's because union members uh, are well aware of the uh, cost of gasoline. Union members are well aware of the 76% increase in the cost of basic groceries. Union members are having a hard time making ends meet because of the epic inflation that is destroying The buying power of the dollar Uh, union members are struggling, yet they see their own country shipping billions of dollars to Ukraine to protect their border. When union members are concerned about their country being flooded with illegals, illegals who may attack them, uh, may rob them, may try to sell drugs uh, to their kids or may ultimately be in a position to take their jobs if there are any jobs left. So uh, Joe Biden has no message for these people. Donald Trump tomorrow, I think, is going to give an extraordinary speech that will be content laden because he's opposed to the electrical vehicle mandates that are trying to be forced on us by the Biden administration. Uh, and he understands that nobody will be able to afford a car if we don't do something to drop the cost of gasoline, which, of course, was at all time lows uh, as we moved not only through Independent uh, uh, energy independence, but actually to energy dominance, where we would have been uh, not only be able to sell our own country at the cheapest prices ever, but also being able to export it to other countries. This is one of Donald Trump's greatest, uh, I think, his greatest achievements. So uh, the deep state is in a tizzy; they are in a complete tailspin because their entitled strategy to take down Donald Trump is backfiring very badly. Uh, The idea here was to destroy Trump, to sap his campaign funds uh, because he had to use money to spend on lawyers, to destroy his campaign schedule because he has to sit in a courtroom through some period of the campaign schedule uh, and to further blacken his name with the American people. None of that is working. It's backfiring in spectacular fashion. I've known Donald Trump for 45 years. Uh, I've wanted him to run for president, as you know, since 1988. I'm a long-term student of polling pertaining to Donald Trump. And I can tell you definitively, he has never been stronger than he is at this exact moment. Not in 2016, not in 2020, uh, not ever. So he's a natural phenomena. uh, And he really clearly understands the stakes in this next election. He understands that this is, as he puts it, The final battle, either we defeat the globalists in this next election uh, or it's all over for America. And when Rachel Maddow says, well, if Trump wins, it may be our last American election again. Alinsky's rules. No, actually, uh, if it looks like Trump is going to win, I don't put it beyond this administration to start a purposeful war with Russia so they can enact the War Powers Act in order to postpone the next election indefinitely. Here's the thing about the left. Everything they're accusing you of doing is exactly what they themselves are doing. It
1: really is that simple, whether it's them claiming uh, you're a racist or whether it's them claiming it'll be the last American election. that that is It really is that simple, Roger. Whatever the American left claims you're doing, it's what they're doing. It's kind of like Maxine Waters did an interview on MSNBC and she claims that Republicans want to destroy America and then every Democrat Party policy is destroying America. Just look at the major metropolitan cities that are all destroyed with decades of Democrat Party leadership. But let me ask you a question here. Kevin McCarthy. Now, this guy's been pretty much an empty suit. His whole fight for the speakership it, it now seems to have appeared to been for nothing. I'm now convinced that Kevin McCarthy is working for the Democrats. Again, you mentioned the media now flipping on Biden. All of a sudden, the poll numbers are saying Trump is kicking Biden's ass. I think they always have been, but now they're just admitting it. And now you have Kevin McCarthy finally filing articles of impeachment for an impeachment inquiry. To me, this all looks like all moves by the Democrat Party establishment to get Biden out of the way. It looks like McCarthy is the Republican wing of the Democrat Party.
7: Do you agree with that analysis? I think it may be an only a uh, slight overstatement. Look, I very much admire the efforts by Congressman Matt Gates to keep uh, Kevin McCarthy's feet held to the fire. He made a number of pledges when he, we allowed him to become speaker, and he hasn't kept his word on any of it. Uh, why no member of the Biden family has yet to be subpoenaed uh, by this Congress to testify in open session? Uh, why uh, we have not published, other than the one congressman, uh, Jason Smith, uh, who did publish the actual documents proving the cover-up by the DOJ and the IRS of the Hunter Biden investigation, uh, why are the Republicans in the House dragging their feet? So while I may have some minor quibbles with Matt Gates over some Florida politics, uh, he continues to laud Ron DeSantis. I do not. I think Ron DeSantis is a backstabbing, treacherous weasel. That's uh, inside the family fighting. I think what Joe, I think what Matt Gates is doing overall in calling out Kevin McCarthy shows that he's a true America first patriot. Uh, and uh, McCarthy, I think, sadly, his days are numbered if he doesn't take action. He promised us action. Yep. He became speaker only because of those promises. Yep. Well, we're ready for yep. him to step up to the plate. Uh, we're not for an impeachment inquiry. We're for moving articles of impeachment.
1: And and let's get some some subpoenas going as well. Roger Stone is with us. It's the Alex Jones Show. Don't go anywhere.
0: You're
3: listening to The Alex Jones Show. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones, coming to you live from the front lines of the Infowar. And now, your host, Owen Troyer.
1: So... You know, you've seen the famous clip of Bill O'Reilly when his teleprompter doesn't work and he goes crazy and it's the famous F it, we'll do it live. And most news can't even go on air without a teleprompter or, or somebody in their ear telling them what's going on. Uh, here's what we deal with at Infowars. In the last break, I was in communication with the federal government that tell me I have till October 24th to turn myself into jail for my speech. And then in the last break... I was talking to my lawyer and and just getting him the updated legal documents and getting an updated status as far as our appeal is concerned. And also, just as a little added bonus, the U.S. government is still in possession of two of my phones. Okay? So they still have two of my phones. I guess they want to hang on to those uh, forever or until the end of the case. So that's what we deal with. And then I have to come on air and host the show with the great Roger Stone. And by the way, we're just fine. But, see, that's what we do here at InfoWars. But, okay, uh, you know, it just kind of adds to the gravity and the reality of the situation when the federal government calls you and says, you have till October 24th to turn yourself in and then goes through all the rules and regulations and everything else about it, and uh, you're facing two months in jail for your speech. And, yes, it is my speech. You can read the sentencing memo for yourself, 30-page sentencing memo, four sections of it, all about my speech, all about my speech, So, yeah, this is a big case. Now, sure, I could just turn myself in and and serve two months in jail and hopefully wipe my hands with it. Of course, then there's the added love of the supervised probation a year after, which is, by the way, unprecedented, never happens. You either get incarceration or supervised probation. You never get both, but they want to give me both. They really want to send a message, don't they? They really want to make an example of me. So uh, that's the loving government. Oh, oh, and let me just say, by the way, added bonus. I also had two government agents at my house this morning for a house visit just to make sure that everything is above board and that I'm on good behavior. So that's what I deal with for my speech. So, two government agents at my house this morning, one government agent calling me, telling me I have till October 24th to send myself in, going through all the regulations, sending me the documents. And then I've also had multiple phone calls with my lawyers today. And hey, just a little just a little fun here. Let's just also host the Alex Jones Show with Roger Stone. Why not? Let's just do it all, shouldn't we? So that's the life of an InfoWars host. But let me just tell you, I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to be here. Better men have come before me like Roger Stone and better men have inspired me. And Roger is sitting here waiting patiently. I know he understands why I'm doing this. He's, he's done this before himself. But folks, let me just say, I have watched men like Roger Stone and Alex Jones and Donald Trump and Clay Clark and, and Mike Flynn and so many others and when they're faced down with this tyrannical government pursuing them and politically persecuting them, they never flinched, they never hesitated, so how could I? And you've never flinched in your support of, my, uh, of me and, and my legal fund either, and so I'm eternally grateful for that, so you're not going to see me cower, you're not going to see my knees shake, you're not going to see me, oh, oh, it's not gonna happen so I'm only more determined in the pursuit of freedom and truth I'm only more committed to our mission of saving this country for future Americans because here's the thing folks this is a precedent setting case if they incarcerate me for my speech and this is why we're appealing and if this has to go to the Supreme Court it will if they can incarcerate Owen Schroyer for his speech then they can incarcerate you for your speech next and so that's why this case is huge So DefendOwen.com, they want to come after me? That's what they're going to do, only because they want to come after you next. So please continue to support us. DefendOwen.com, my lawyer is busy today working on the appeal, dealing with the new documents we just got sent with my expected date to turn myself in. So uh, this is what you get, folks. This is the most corrupt time in American history. Journalists have never been politically persecuted like this. Candidates have never been politically persecuted like this. Uh, political pundits like Roger Stone have never been politically persecuted like this. But this is it. I mean, this is the evidence of the corruption. It's total vindication of everything we've talked about. That's what this is. So it's, it's almost this weird twilight zone level where it's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist, but by the way, we are going to throw you in jail. It's like, hey, the government's really not that corrupt. Biden isn't really corrupt. There's no political persecution going on. But by the way, Schroyer, we're throwing your ass in jail for your speech. See, but see, there's no government corruption. So DefendOwen.com, and folks, I'm banned everywhere, okay? I'm one of the few men in the world that's still banned on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and everything else, but thanks to your support at InfoWarsStore.com, I've still got this platform. I can still do big interviews with guests like Roger Stone, so continue to support us at InfoWarsStore.com as well. All right, Roger, I wanted to get into these latest political polls. I wanted to get into these latest political odds and some other news with you, but I've gone long here. I apologize. You're sitting there patiently. I mean, do you want to respond to this? I kind of want you to. You've been through the political ringer. You've been through the political persecution. You've been lied about by Democrats. I mean, you know, just just talk to the audience about your experience with that and how important it is for Americans to stand strong. Because you inspired me, Roger. You never hesitated. Even when you were facing death in jail, you still told the truth.
7: Well, Owen, I very distinctly remember standing with you uh, in a cold hotel hallway, praying together. Uh, the week of my trial, uh, and uh, you inspired me uh, to hold fast to the truth. And I want you to know that not only am I, but every member of my family is praying for you now in this crucible. Uh, What's going on here, I think, is abundantly clear. uh, But we really pray for your safety, uh, and we pray for justice uh, in your case. Uh, You have stood up like a man. Uh, You refuse to uh, to to make up false testimony against others, uh, as I did. Uh, And I'm convinced, regardless of how this turns out, you will emerge stronger uh, and better for it uh, and closer to the Lord. Uh, I know that liberals snicker. Uh, I know that elitists think it's a joke when I talk about my redemption in Jesus Christ. You know what? I don't really care what they think. I only care what he thinks. Uh, And he has a plan, and I don't think that plan includes the destruction of America. In fact, I think it it it, it, it actually includes an incredible reawakening of America because uh, the more outrageous the deep state gets in their efforts to cancel the U.S. Constitution, uh, the more authoritarian they get, the more abusive they get, the more Americans uh, wake up. So bless you uh, in this moment. I understand it's a, a difficult time for you. But everyone in the Stone family, indeed, all my friends are praying that you will rise like a phoenix from the ashes uh, and the Lord will protect you in this moment.
1: Well, I, I love that, Roger, and it means everything. And I've just, you know, like I said, I feel like the richest man, I feel like the wealthiest man or the wealthiest I've ever been, not because of the status of my bank account. It's not really impressive, but. Because of all the friends and all the family and all the words of encouragement and the prayers that I know are coming my way it just, it makes me feel like the wealthiest man, and so that just gives me the confidence to walk with my head held high and, and know that the Lord is with me that our, that our divine creator is here, and that he has a plan for all of this and so it's just again folks I, I mean this sincerely if I didn't have. The men coming before me to inspire me like Roger Stone and Alex Jones and Donald Trump and, and, and all the other men I mentioned and all the other men that have not even hesitated dealing with this tyranny, then, then I wouldn't I wouldn't have that example set. So, you know, I've kind of coined this phrase and I hope that it pays forward to the future generations of Americans. Better men have come before me and I challenge better men to come after me. Uh, Roger, I, I want to get into this on the other side. We'll actually get back into the political coverage here with the poll numbers. But uh, just just final words in closing how important it is that we get this next election right.
7: This is, as Donald Trump put it, the final battle. Uh, And uh, look, there's two parts of this. I think we all know it. Donald Trump can go into Election Day with a massive lead uh, and he can still be cheated out of the presidency. We have not yet grappled with the question of election integrity. We need to ensure that the next elections are free, fair, honest and transparent. Some say it is too late. It is not too late, uh, but everything must be done properly, legally, and technologically to ensure that Trump's massive lead uh, is not buried uh, in a blizzard of fake ballots and mail-in ballots and so on. So we need to be praying for total victory because this is indeed the final battle. We'll talk about it on the other side. In the meantime, lawyers are very expensive folks. Owen Schroyer really needs your support. I've been in his position Please go to his legal
2: defense fund. My fellow patriots, the Trafecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at InfoWarsStore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus or Real Red Pill Plus or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to Infowarsstore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air.
6: Naturally sourced from the finest hemp plants in America, Rebel Zen offers the absolute finest quality CBD available and at the lowest prices. Extracted using a cold-pressed technique to retain the molecular integrity of the cannabinoids and terpenes within the plant, This full-spectrum formula ensures that your nervous system gets the full benefits of CBD. Premium quality organic CBD like Rebel Zen has been shown to naturally reduce anxiety, relieve pain, and decrease inflammation. People have reported a reduction in symptoms of insomnia, arthritis, seizures, chronic pain, and epilepsy. Several studies have shown it helps to reduce cortisol, increase serotonin and boost vitality. Order yours today at infowarstore.com.
3: You're listening to the Alex Jones show.
1: Back here on the Alex Jones Show with Roger Stone. Now, Roger, obviously the poll numbers are all favoring Trump. I I don't know how they haven't always favored Trump. I'm kind of of the belief that polls are propaganda, and now the reason why they want them all to show that Trump can beat Biden is because the Democrats want to get rid of Biden. But, you know, the Vegas odds makers always seem to have the inside baseball. They always seem to have their... Finger to the pulse, whether it's sports or politics, and they do still have Donald Trump and Joe Biden neck and neck, but they have Gavin Newsom as the number three candidate right now, ahead of Robert Kennedy Jr., Michelle Obama, Ron DeSantis, Vivek, Ramaswamy, and the list goes on from there. We also have Sean Hannity, who's going to be hosting a debate with DeSantis and Newsom. What do you think is the strategy here? I don't think any of this is coincidence To me, this just shows that the political establishment wants DeSantis and Newsom in the race, I guess whether it's for president or vice president. But what what do you think about that?
7: Uh, I think it's going to be interesting. For Ron DeSantis, it's a Hail Mary pass. I mean, his candidacy is literally collapsing. Uh, The latest polls in New Hampshire show that he has dropped from a high of 42 at one point to now about 10 percent of the vote vying for a fourth place finish. Uh, His campaign has collapsed uh, in every state uh, because there is no rationale for his candidacy. Uh, The original concept of his running, the original rationale, was that when Trump was charged in these various states with these fabricated crimes, uh, his money would dry up, his support would collapse, and his candidacy would be over. It's been the exact opposite of that. The attack on Trump, the tsunami of lawfare, uh, has turbocharged his candidacy. So there is no rationale. Uh, additionally, uh, the truth is, Ron DeSantis is in trouble back here in Florida. We have an insurance crisis. We have a malaria crisis. Uh, we have a rising crime crisis. Uh, and where's the governor? Oh, he's in Iowa. So um, I think this is a, a high-profile uh, opportunity for him to try to somehow reboot his campaign. This will be the fifth reboot. In the case of Gavin Newsom. I think this is an opportunity to showcase himself because even he cannot be blind to the fact that his fellow Democrats realize that Joe Biden is a stone cold loser, that he cannot possibly uh, get through uh, a a debate with Donald Trump, never mind an election campaign. Uh, And therefore, this is a way for Gavin Newsom, while pretending to be loyal to Biden, which he continues to pretend to be, to showcase himself and advertise his availability uh, in the event that the reach for Michelle Obama, who has never held public office, uh, is too great. So these guys both want to be president. Uh, I think one of them has a long-term prospect of being president. That would be Gavin Newsom. I think Ron DeSantis has uh, has damaged his brand uh, incredibly just through the mere act of treachery uh, and backstabbing of running against the man who elevated him from being a complete political unknown to the governorship of one of the most powerful states in the country. So this debate is going to be very interesting. Uh, I don't really know how Gavin Newsom can defend his record in California. It is a record of disaster. On yeah. the uh, hand, I think he's going to go after Ron DeSantis on the growingly obvious corruption uh, that's going on in Florida. When Ron DeSantis, for example, takes nine and a half million dollars from Florida Power and Light and their subsidiaries and the people of Florida get a 22 percent increase in our electricity rates, that kind of reeks of corruption, wouldn't you say? Or when Ron DeSantis takes four and a half million dollars from the insurance industry uh, and a law is passed that says if your home was destroyed in the recent hurricane or either one of the recent hurricanes, uh, and you don't like the offer of your home insurance company because it won't cover the cost of the replacement of your roof or your entire home, you can no longer sue the insurance company uh, under a law signed by Ron DeSantis. I just give you those two examples. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see what both of these individuals have to say in the debate. When it comes to just the record, clearly uh, DeSantis has an advantage. On the other hand, uh Gavin Newsom is much better on television, more telegenic, seems to actually, despite that I don't like his politics, seems to actually have a personality.
1: Yeah, it's really, I mean, I I, I certainly don't have the, uh, let's say, vitriol towards Ron DeSantis that, uh, that you may have, but there's no doubt either he lacked the political savvy to not get in bed with the Bush wing of the Republican Party and to not run against Donald Trump, or he took bad advice. And now it seems not just to, that his political career is shot, in my view, but it's like any charisma he had is completely shot. It, it's like he knows everybody looks at him as a phony now. And so I don't see it's too bad, too, because you said it. How do you even compare and contrast the state of California to the state of Florida? I mean, California is hemorrhaging people. They can't leave fast enough. Meanwhile, people are moving to Florida like their life depends on it. And and maybe if they're leaving California, it does. And and I mean, California is set to lose even more electoral votes at this rate, and Florida gained more. And on that issue, I want to bring this to your attention. Now, Frank Luntz uh, tweeted this out, and so you know he loves propping up what the Democrats want to do, what the deep state wants to do. 65% of Americans want presidential elections to be decided by a nationwide popular vote. 33% want to keep the Electoral College. This is from Pew Research. Majority of Americans continue to favor moving away from Electoral College. Well, this just shows to me that the American people are ignorant on what the Electoral College really does and and how genius it actually is. But this is kind of the Democrat Party pipe dream in a way, Roger. This is how they can accomplish their one-party state. Now, it might be too aggressive or too early for them to try to move from this, but, but do you think if they see that their political party is a dying breed that they might just go full out to try to end the Electoral College?
7: Uh, I think it's entirely possible. Look, uh, having the president elected by popular vote puts a absolute premium on voter fraud. The founding fathers were geniuses when they devised a system that protected the smaller states and made them equal to the larger states. When I said recently in a video that Article Two of the U.S. Constitution gives uh, grants to the state legislatures the authority to award the electoral votes to a presidential candidate Based on the popular vote within the state, I was accused by the folks at MSNBC of advocating fake electors. I never said anything about fake electors. Uh, What I said is historically, legally uh, and constitutionally protect. uh, Absolutely correct. So uh, I support the Electoral College system. I think it has worked for this nation since 1776. It works today. Uh, uh, It is uh, not a perfect system But I guarantee you, I would not like to leave the election of the president to these corrupt urban machines in places like Chicago and Los Angeles and New York. No presidential candidate would visit a small or medium sized state uh, uh, under any other uh, scenario. Uh, And we would be at the mercy of those who steal votes by the hundred thousand.
1: And then you become at the mercy of New York City and Los Angeles or San Francisco and these population dense areas, Chicago. And then no other votes matter. I mean, folks, when you look at the breakdown of a political or electoral map, whether it's by district, by county, by state, you'll find, well, most of the map is red. Well, exactly. That's why the Democrats want to get rid of the electoral college so that they can dominate every vote with four or five populous areas. One more question for you, Roger, before we let you go. Tulsi Gabbard slams Democrats for abuse of power in pursuit of Trump turning America into a banana republic. Now, you, you talk to people from all different political backgrounds. You've been involved in politics for a long time. Is this the attitude of a lot of classical Democrat liberals? Is this the attitude of, of Democrat voters who have just been voting Democrat because they're anti-war or pro-civil rights? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's just Tulsi Gabbard and some of these others that are switching party affiliation. To me, this, this has to strike right to the core of the Democrat party. They have to know that this is how people feel.
7: Well, just like in the Republican Party, there's a major disconnect between the party leadership and the grassroots of the party. I still think that's true in the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party leadership is now controlled by uh, ultra progressive socialists, if not communists or Marxists. But there are still some working class, patriotic, uh, pro-capitalist Americans uh, in the Democratic Party. They have gravitated so far to the candidacy of Robert F. Kennedy. Uh, They're going to be denied the option to vote for him in the general election, in my opinion, because their process is completely and totally rigged against him. But where do those Kennedy voters go? They don't go to Joe Biden. They don't go to Gavin Newsom or or Michelle Obama or whoever replaces uh, Joe Biden. I think that they are potentially. Trump voters uh, and therefore the Kennedy candidacy could still have an enormous impact on this election.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, we've got some Kennedy supporters right here in the crew and I don't blame them for it. I I mean, I won't speak for them, but my guess is if they had to choose between Trump or some other Democrat, they'd probably go with Trump. They might vote Kennedy third party. But do, do you think Kennedy might run third party or even become Trump's vice president? Final word, Roger Stone.
7: Uh, that's a very tough question to answer quickly, but let me try. Getting on the ballot as an independent is an incredibly time intensive, labor intensive What about Trump's VP? Yes or no? Uh, I'd like to see it, but there are a lot of legal obstacles. Uh, and My fellow obstacles.
2: patriots, the Trafecta has not been in stock for years. Many of these products have been sold out for years, but we've not had all three of them at once together at Infowarstore.com for 40% off. This is your best opportunity at the lowest price to support the broadcast, but more importantly, experience DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, and Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. All three of these products are back in stock right now for a limited time at 40% off. It would take me an hour to tell you about what's in DNA Force Plus, or Real Red Pill Plus, or Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, read about these products, find out why they're so game-changing, and get yours today. DNA Force Plus, Real Red Pill Plus, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, all three back in stock. It's the trifecta sale, 40% off for a limited time at InfoWarsStore.com, and it keeps us on air.